Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning I am delighted to have on our podcast one of the most distinguished financial industry veterans whom I have had the privilege of knowing for many years, Ronald Sears. Ron has played many important roles in the industry, but is perhaps best known for his work critiquing and improving target date funds. But that is not all. He and fellow Seeking Alpha contributor Jack Waymeyer have together founded a retirement-oriented money management firm called GlidePath Wealth Management. I can't wait to learn the details, and I'm sure listeners feel the same way. We'll get to them in just a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Nationwide. This podcast is brought to you by Nationwide, announcing a new index option for the Nationwide Peak Fixed Indexed Annuity, the Morgan Stanley 3D Index. This momentum-based index rebalances monthly, providing flexibility for a variety of market conditions. Learn more at nationwidefinancial.com slash peak. Ron, as long as I've known you, and we go back a long time, you've never stopped tinkering with models that advisors can use to better serve their clients. Before we get to the news of your new firm, could you tell listeners why models are so important in the advisory business? Sure. So virtually everybody uses models. Your podcast last week talked about model portfolios. And there was a uh, survey released last month by Broadridge Financial Solutions, where they uh, surveyed 100 investment consultants each with at least $10 million under advisement. 85% of those consultants use model portfolios. So they're very, very important. But both Michael Kissies and I have been writing about ways to make models even better. And the key thing about using models is it incorporates modern portfolio theory. So you create a series of portfolios along the efficient frontier, and that's sort of the science. But the art of it is soliciting the investor's risk tolerance. And that approach is sort of one-dimensional. And risk is much more complicated than that one-dimensional tolerance. The other dimension that's very important is capacity. So in my world, where I've been living in target date fund land for the last decade, that risk capacity variable is really a matter of age. So younger people can afford to take more risk because they've got more time to recover, and their portfolios are a lot smaller. Older people, especially those who are about to transition from working life to retirement, really need to be careful because there's this risk zone that is pretty well documented, where if you're unfortunate enough to lose money, your lifestyle is going to be much less than you actually thought it was. So the two dimensions of risk and constructing model portfolios are capacity and tolerance. So that's why Jack Waymeyer and I started Black Path Wealth Management, is to provide investors with a better way to make decisions through life. So it's really a life path. And we create various glide paths at various levels of risk. There's the tolerance part of it. And then the capacity part of it is the age of one of those glide paths. So providing a better model for advisors is the reason, presumably, for having started GlidePath Wealth Management. Could you tell us what it is that your new firm does that you found missing from the advisory landscape until now? First of all, it's the two-dimensional version of risk, capacity and tolerance. But second, so I have an article on Seeking Alpha called The Thinking Person's Target Date Fund. Target Date Funds, as popular as they are with $2 trillion, have two very serious shortcomings. The first is that they're one size fits all. And if you don't want to think, that's just fine. Somebody will make that decision for you. But that's certainly not ideal. And then the second problem with target date funds is they lost 
Many lost 30% in 2008. So they're taking way too much risk, in my opinion. So what Jack and I set out to do is to offer the creation of personalized target date funds in the shape of portfolios rather than mutual funds, tailored very much to the individual needs and wants. So the idea is to use the experience I've had institutionally in target date funds. So I've been running target date funds for more than 10 years in the Smart Target Date Fund Index. I have a patented target date fund design that incorporates two Nobel Prize winning theories with three disciplines of modern finance, including liability-driven investment. So we want to bring that to individuals. Individual investors can do much better than people who are in 401k plans and limited to the one-size-fits-all mutual funds that, that they'll have in their 401k plan. So we're thinking IRAs and, and other investments outside of the 401k. Now, that's really interesting. Could you maybe, for our listeners' benefit, drill down a little bit more into each of these research paths? You mentioned Nobel Prize-winning research. You mentioned the research that you and Michael Kitsis have both done. Um, and you also just mentioned liability-driven investing. Not all of our listeners are familiar with this concept, but it's quite relevant, isn't it? Could you explain all of these? Let, let me start with this, the observation that modern portfolio theory is now 65 years old. <laughs> I'm not sure it's modern anymore. So what I use is aspects of modern portfolio theory. In particular, one Nobel Prize winning theory was Harry Markowitz's Efficient Frontier. So when I take risk for on behalf of investors, I do it in the most diversified way I can. Global stocks, global bonds, real estate, commodities, very, very diversified portfolio. The second Nobel Prize, and actually uh, Dr. William F. Sharp uh, won that prize in the same year as, as Harry Markowitz. Uh, was a capital asset pricing model. And what Dr. Sharp basically showed was that when you want to control risk, you can move down the frontier to safer assets, namely bonds. Or what dominates that frontier is combining a very safe portfolio like cash with a world diversified portfolio. That line dominates the frontier. So I'm saying this is smarter than every other target date fund in the country, because every other target date fund controls risk by moving more to bonds. Second of all, in terms of uh, Michael Kissy's work, the thing we're doing here is creating a family of glide paths, each with a different risk level. So going from low risk to high risk, and that, that sort of is the tolerance thing. And then along the glide path, we identify the capacity, which is basically your age. So instead of the you know six or 10 or whatever dozen uh, models that everyone else is using. There are literally thousands of models. So this picture anywhere on the age line, we can grab your age, uh, we can look for your risk tolerance and deliver a model that is very much tailored to your individual risk capacity and your tolerance. So modern portfolio theory has reached retirement age. Interesting. We didn't cover liability-driven investing. Could you also describe that for us? So part of the uh, reason for the patent on my design, thanks for reminding me, Gil, is uh, managing risk. So I've done risk of loss analysis and have found that if the investor were to stay in a very broadly diversified portfolio for 15 years or longer, they're, they're not likely to lose money. They'll, they'll be safe. So I moved to defend at 15 years from the target date. And the arithmetic is liability-driven investing. So what I want to do is deliver to the investor the current account balance. If, if there's no cash flows between now, now and 15 years from now, deliver to him the current account balance plus inflation. The mathematics for that is pretty straightforward. So I need to estimate the worst case loss 14 years from now, 13 years from now, and so on, and put enough aside into a reserve asset, basically cash and tips, 
such that if that worst case loss were to occur, the investor won't lose money. They'll, they'll be whole at the end of the 15-year time period. That discipline literally requires at the end of the period to be all the reserve asset. But I really can't do that and still uh, meet the rules of what is a target date fund. So at the end of my glide path, I have about 15% in equities. That is the safest glide path in the country. No, nobody is near there. That, that, by the way, sets the stage for um, one of the Michael Kissy's uh, and Wade Fowle articles where they advocate starting very low uh, risk in retirement and then gradually increasing risk through your retirement year. So I do that. I end, you're working like 15% in equities, which means I begin your retirement years 15% in equities and gradually increase that so that a 90-year-old would be about 40% in equities. Better models for advisors, better advice for investors. A retirement revolution underway. Ron, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you, Gil. Thanks for listening and consider listening as well to Seeking Alpha's new Let's Talk ETFs podcast, which explores ways ETFs can help investors reach their financial goals. If either are to your liking, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts to help others discover the series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich. And our podcast was sponsored by Nationwide.